You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Hello, Happy New Year and welcome back to another episode of All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Steve Sidwell, and of course, Joe Cole. Uh, Joining us today is a man who made 438 club appearances in a long and distinguished career. Uh, he played a crucial part in getting West Ham back into the Premier League and was also part of one of the most memorable FA Cup finals in the last 20 years. It is my pleasure to introduce Anton Ferdinand. How are you doing, Mum? Yes, Keys. Happening, you right? Happy How are you, mate? All right, good. Good, thank you. Saturday City. Good Christmas and New Year? Yeah, really good, thank you. Really good. Family guy now, and I? Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just enjoying time with the family. Our boys play against each other. Over in really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got this. There, there could be another Ferdinand there coming. Little, there's, about, there's about 100 of them yeah. in the leagues. <laughs> Is there a little bit of needle in it already? No, there's no needle. There's no needle. Oh, right, no, okay. no, he's, he's, he's boy's got um, he's got the he's got a bit of pace, nice bit of tech techers. Yeah, I can see another Ferdinand Grace. It's like you want to sign him up already, mate. Listen, all <laughs> the agents there. He's already got the, he's got the contract ready. <laughs> well, look, you mentioned uh, the family. What is it with the with the Ferdinand family? Because they produce some players. They, well, they produce two, and one's done all right. The other one's done all right. <laughs> People would say, but no, seriously. Um, I don't know, we, like obviously the, with Les and, and Rio, there weren't much comparison. So Les Ferdinand, he's, yeah. he's a cousin? Yeah, he's yeah. my second cousin. Right. Um, didn't know, the family's that big, we didn't know. And it really? was like, until Rio signed for QPR, and then there was a Ferdinand at QPR, and the first time we actually met was in the toilets at the training ground. Like, walked into the toilet and mum was there, like, oh, it's Les, it's Les. Yeah, yeah. So Les. Yeah, and it was like, family in it with family yeah and it really progressed from there and then Rio had his own career done his own thing um and then I came after that but in terms of of why the Ferdinands honestly couldn't tell you my dad's my dad's into martial art was into martial art he went into football he's got two left feet when it comes to football <laughs> Um, I've seen him dancing at Rio showing me some footage of him yeah, dancing he's, at he's, his wedding yeah. mate the shapes yeah. he's got he's still move he can still really? move yeah? he's shirt got off on the dance floor wow yeah. and he's in yeah. shape as well yeah mate I'm... he's having himself man. <laughs> he, loves <laughs> he loves it he loves it he loves it so obviously generations to come as well so hopefully the next uh, the next conveyor belt obviously you know Rio's kids yeah. are in football as well yours are so it's going to be hard it's going to be hard for them um, I'd say I'm probably more protective than Rio Rio don't Rio never lived in anyone's shadow so he don't understand what it feels he knows it but he don't yeah. understand what it feels like whereas I do so I think I'm a bit more protective over my son yeah um, from the age of four he's my son's eight now from the age of four three, four when we go out to places say for instance I'll give you an example go to go and get a, a, a Turkish takeaway and I walk into the shop and the first thing that one of the waiters says to, to me, boy, who's four years old, you're going to be better than your dad and your uncle. Yeah. He's four years old, mm, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I understand, I know, but I know what that feels like. Yeah. You know, whereas Rio don't know, Rio's more relaxed about it because he don't yeah. actually understand the feeling yeah. of being in someone's shadow. What, what was that like when you come through West Ham um, with Rio coming through the academy before you? Did it Did it help or did it, as you say there, you, you kind of said there you was in the shadow, but did it hinder your sort of, not your progress, because obviously you went on to have a, a, a distinguished career, but what was it like going through after Rio? There was part elements that helped me. Like, mm. I didn't think I was going to get a YTS because I was going through a growth spurt in that 
two-year period from of schoolboy forms yeah, yeah, from yeah. 14 to 16. I was going through a growth spurt and like, I was like Bambi on ice. You know, when you, you, your mind's telling you to do something but your legs can't do yeah, it. Yeah. Even pinging a ball <clears> and, and clipping one down the line or, or go to do a skill and I'll fall over. Yeah. You know, um, so I didn't think I was going to get it. But having Rio's my brother helped me because Tony Carr, Peter Braybrook mm. had watched Rio go through this. And they allowed him to come out the other side. So they was like, okay, we'd rather, we'd rather, it was between me and another boy. Mm -hmm. And they took me instead of the other boy because they're like, okay, we've seen Rio do it. Let's see if Anton, what Anton's like when he comes out of the other side. Yeah. But then when I got involved and I started, when I signed the, 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 my YTS and I think it was only four months into my first year, I started training with, with, with you guys, with the first team. And you was a massive help. I said this to you before, but you was a massive help for me. And I think it's just the way that West Ham bring up young players to help the players that are coming through underneath them. When you hear Declan speak about Nobes, yeah, that was like you to me when I come into training. And you got to remember, Rio, you, all you guys in in that first team at that time, Paolo, yeah. Freddie, you'd all played with Rio, yeah, Trevor yeah, yeah, Sinclair, yeah, you'd all yeah. played with Rio. So when at my first session, I'm like, they're expecting Rio. How, That's how, how, how old was you? Mm. How old was you? Seventeen. So you were seventeen mm. when you went over. Seventeen, and I was like. They're expecting Rio here. Yeah. And wow. Rio's up here. Expectations, yeah. And they, like, obviously, they trained with him every day. They played with him and knew what he was about and knew how good he was. And, like, I remember going to that session going, I can't fuck up, man. And, you know, it was because Rio, sorry, excuse my language, no, because, because Rio was someone who was calm love the skill, come out yeah. with the ball and stuff like that. In my head, I was thinking, I have to do something like that. I have yeah. to. For Joe, for Cody, for Paolo De Cano, for Trevor Sinclair mm-hmm. to respect me, I'm going to have to do something that yeah. likens me to Rio. Otherwise, they're going to be like, no, he's got to go back. Because I always felt, being in Rio's shadow, if I didn't do something that likened me to him, people thought I was rubbish. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. But you was like, you was a great help to me. Like, I remember we done boxes and you was like, instead of going with the, the, the senior players, you come in with us. Yeah. And you was popping. Like, I remember like looking at you and all, you was popping in and I was looking at you Making and all. Making changes like, then. <laughs> like it was mad. Like, and then I had been in a few times. I was nervous and I was in a few times. And I just remember us walking from the boxes to, to a key, into a keep ball. So I was walking from, remember over the back, yeah. where the grids were yeah, into yeah. where the seven aside pitch was where we yeah, had yeah. behind the, the little car park yeah. where we used to do seven aside so I remember walking from there to there and the whole way over you was going I didn't go in bruv <laughs> I, didn't go, I didn't go in I didn't go in like, and then you, then the gaffer Glenn Roder um, come walking between me and you and I just remember you going gaffer I was on fire I didn't, I didn't even go in I, did, I didn't go in I didn't go in but you know it was, it was the, it, what I took from that was your pride yeah. The pride that you took of not going in yeah. the middle, and I was like, "Wow, like this is this is what it is." And to be fair, you always spoke to me. You always yeah. like whenever, whenever like if I was training, you always give me encouragement. Yeah. You always or you would tell me like you can do that better or whatever yeah. you know. And obviously, Glen Road was a massive help for me. Like it helped me that he loved me as a, as a yeah. footballer. I was his type of defender. Yeah, yeah, you know. So. I knew I was going to get a chance. I just knew I had to be ready. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember you coming through, and obviously, because I knew you as, as Rio's younger brother, so we had that relationship anyway. But I, w- I would always 
help the younger yeah. generation. Because I remember, we talked about it before, I remember the, the senior players who really helped me. Yeah. You know, so you always you try and do that. But, but Anton, it was, it's interesting you, you think that, like, because I don't think the senior players, we always looked at you like, you're your own guy. No, no one, no one would have gone. Oh, we need you. Needed to be like you're 17. You needed to be like Rio, who was like probably one. Still at tw- what, how old was he? How many more years older than you? Is he? He's seven years older. So at that time, he's probably one of the best defenders in the world. So uh, the lads wouldn't have been thinking that. But it's interesting that you was that was your mindset going in there. Yeah. Because, but and this, and now with your kids, you don't want them to have that thing where they. They've got that. That's, that is interesting. But I always remember him being a talented player. And Glenn Road really loved you. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he was like, obviously being a centre-half, mm-hmm. he and a, he was a fantastic coach. He was, he, he was a bit of his project, I thought. Yeah. He was going to try and mould you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's interesting. I remember it. And, and, and every time you trained, you've done great. Like there was never any couple of lads. You, you've seen young lads yeah. don't quite got it. But Anton, yeah. Anton you knew he was going to be all right. Because whenever he trained, he was always capable. And he was getting better and better as the weeks and months got by. Well, look, you went on to make 163 appearances for West Ham. And just hearing you speak there, it sounds like you hold them, hold them closest to your heart. I mean, you went yeah. on to play for seven other clubs, but it sounds yeah. like your, your time at West Ham was obviously your starting block, but the one that you hold most dearly. Yeah, definitely. It's the, the team that I support. Um, I think it's with Millwall. No chance. <laughs> swearing at me, you are. Swearing at me. I heard Betty say that uh, day on yeah. the radio. So that's like, um, I, I travelled up and down the country watching Rio, Joe, yeah. Lamps, Michael Carrick. I, I travelled up and down the country watching, so I went from the stand to the pitch. And yeah. like, you know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain that feeling of going from being a supporter to then yeah. going and playing on the pitch and understanding when you put that shirt on, you know first and what it means, what people that are watching you expect from you because you hear it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you hear yeah, it closely. Yeah. You know, and... and yeah, they are the, the the club that I hold the highest in regard in terms of every club that I played for, solely because I support them and I went from the stands to the pitch. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So you reached the playoffs in 2005. Uh, that season, I remember, because I was in the Championship at Reading, you finished sixth, we finished yeah. seventh, and we were just outside the playoffs. Did you think that you was going to get promoted that season? Even though you finished sixth, and you probably had the strongest squad as well, you just obviously missed out in automatic. You finished sixth, you're thinking... Is this going yeah. to be our is this going to be yeah. year? Yeah, I did, but our egos got in the way of it. And partly to play was, remember turning up to the um, the playoff final in suits and really? stuff. Like we so all, that was against Preston, suits. wasn't it? No, the one, that one before, you're talking about the one before? 2000, and, was that 2005, the Preston one, no? No, that was Palace the year before. Oh, I didn't yes. play that game. I played, I played left, oh, sorry, I'm going, <laughs> the year before, we played Palace and got beat by Palace. Yeah. Mm. And I'd played, right? yes, yeah. I'd played um, that was my first year playing in, in the yeah. first team and I played the last five games at left back that got us into the playoffs we weren't in the playoffs right. we, got, we got into the playoffs on the last day it was a late run weren't it yeah I and I, I scored my first goal was against Watford the last day of the season yeah to get us in by the way left foot volley bottom bins <laughs> it, was it was decent YouTube it <laughs> yeah the celebration was even better yeah. I, I ran the whole length of the pitch to, to celebrate with the fans um, but yeah we got into the playoffs and I played left back the last five games and then when we got into the playoffs Paz just binned me like put me on the bench and I was like what's going on that and then we got to the final I didn't even make the bench really the final and I, did I, he it explain it to you no 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 didn't explain nothing to me um, 
And then the following year, obviously everything I'd learned on that day, I took yeah. into the game, yeah. into the Perth final the following year. Right, gotcha. And, you know, because, you know, it's like as footballers, when you're not, when you've been playing and you're not playing and then you get into the final of something and you, you lose it and you know, you feel you should have been playing or at least been on the yeah. bench. Yeah. Sometimes you hold that thing of, of like resentment. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's because I weren't on the bench because I, I didn't play but I didn't have that because I was a West Ham fan yeah. I didn't have that I was hurting yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. I, was, I was actually hurting Yeah, which was ended up being a, a, a blessing for me because the next year I took that pain yeah. an experience an yeah. experience yeah. of how we went about things like the year after we went in tracksuits I was like to, to the gaffer no chance of we wearing a suit we mm. it's a normal game yeah love that like we're not yeah. why are we going in, in making it bigger than what it is yeah it's big enough as it is already. It's the biggest game yeah. exactly. in financially in world football, ain't Exactly. It? So why are we making it bigger? We're going in tracksuits. Yeah. And let's go and do the job. Yeah. Did did you feel at that time you was how old would you have been? You, I was, you felt like a senior player. Yeah, I was, like nine, I was nineteen. Yeah. I was you know, I was outspoken. I was I was Yeah, but you've also been brought up in the football, Anton. So like a nineteen year old, it's not a normal nineteen year old. You like you said you've seen it through your brother's eyes. So at 19, you was probably a leader. Yeah. That's amazing that 19 years old. I mean, look, we all, mm. we're all similar ages. We yeah. all come through. But to say you was... I'm the youngest, of, by the way. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> to say you was one of the like, leaders at 19, yeah. it just goes to show like, the wisdom that you had mm. beyond your years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, I was, I was confident in my mm. ability. I was very yeah. confident in my ability. Um, I weren't rude. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't rude. I had manners. But if I believed in something... I would say it and I, mm, I was yeah. always like that um, especially with football I was always like that and I remember even having Teddy Sheringham was in, in the squad and mm. it's Teddy and I mean like, there's a picture of me I've got it on my Instagram there's a picture of me at like 12 when I went to for a group of us from Peckham got taken to the Tottenham training ground there's a picture of me and Teddy yeah. and, and my mates and we're like 12, 13 and then yeah Years later, I'm I'm playing the first team with him, and he's a he's a ledge. But I would challenge him, not in a yeah. rude way. Yeah. But if, yeah. if there was something that he was saying, I didn't agree with. I said I don't agree with that, Teddy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and I was just like that. Yeah. Well, one game that you had to wear suits to was the FA Cup final, <clears throat> which you got to in the same year against the against Liverpool, which is again one of the most memorable cup finals we've had yeah. in, in history. You said there about responsibility. Did you feel like obviously that game went to penalties and you and you missed one? Did you feel like you had, to, you had to take the responsibility to take one, or was yeah. you? On, yeah, no one wanted the fifth one, and I just so, I went. So did so, you put your hand up, or yeah. was you down to take one? No, I put my hand up. Really, so, Pards was going through the thingy. People yeah. said, "There, okay, I, I want one. I want one." And I was just chilling, like thinking I'd rather like the other players take one. Yeah, yeah. But no one wanted like when the fifth one come, no one thingied. No one was like put himself forward. So I just went, "Okay, I'll take it." Brilliant, you know, and like. That's a, a brave, it's a brave, brave, brave call. I and mean, we we've all been in penalty shootouts, but it's it's horrendous, isn't it, to, yeah, to experience yeah. that? I mean, you're, yeah. you're either hand up straight away, I'm I'm confident, or you're like you're my name. If no one wants it, then I'll go. And I'll take yeah. it. I was confident going up to. I was confident, you know, and and say like it was. I was talking about this yesterday actually in the, in the office talking about it and. You know, it's like you play in front of 85, 90,000 people for mm. 120 minutes. You're used to... The noise is constant. Yeah. The yeah. singing's constant. Yeah. Especially 
uh, West Ham Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. sets of fans are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And I stepped up to the for the penalty, put the ball down, and it was complete silence. And it wow. was like, and it, and it just done me. Yeah. That was like, wow. Like, and I, so you'd rather all the... I would rather the noise because I was used to, we, yeah, you're, yeah. you're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think I would have been better if we was shooting down the away end. Yeah. Because yeah. there would have been noise. Yeah, but yeah. We were shooting where the West Ham fans were, so yeah. they were silent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I put the ball down and it was just complete and utter silence. And all I could hear was coming out of the stand was, um, and this is how silent it was. Remember the Nokia, uh, yeah, the kick um, <laughs> ringtone. Uh, 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 that's what I could hear. I was, you like, heard a ringtone. I swear to God, and I was like, <laughs> that's how quiet it was. And I was like, wow, huh? <laughs> like, right. Where, where am I going again? Like, it was, it was crazy. No way. It was, it was crazy. That's, that's how amazing. silent it was. That's yeah. how silent it was when. I went to take my penalty and it just threw me, you know, and, and I'll wake up through the night now and, and, and I'm like, oh, flipping, why did, I, why did I miss it, man? Yeah. You know, but mm. I, get, I get hammered more from players for, obviously, a shootout, there's no rebound, but the ball come back out and I flipped, went to hit it and it went rose <laughs> <laughs> I went to hit it and missed it, it twice. I missed it twice. <laughs> like, it's, it's, but You're, it's... All, all players, like, there's always things in your career uh, where you, you know what I mean? I've, I've, I had a chance in the. I had a chance in the Champions League final. I was going to say that's so 2008 oh. Moscow. I had a chance, and so, I, I still. I'm like you get little shivers every now and then. Like, like fuck's sake, why yeah. did I miss that? But um, I come off for an Elka in the. You, you might have been yeah, there, I but I come off for an Elka, and that was the. I was there. I was in the like, suit, soaking wet, and he was. Uh, you know, he was a penalty taker. We had loads of penalty takers. Like it wasn't probably like West Ham. That group of players probably wasn't. There wasn't that many. Leaders. No, we had no. Lampard. Balak, Ashley Cole, always took Ashley them. Cole, Essien, like cap, all captains yeah, of their country. Of course. So I was way down the list when it comes to. I would have took one. So then, would you? Would you, would you so hundred. I would have taken an Elk. If you'd come over and Joe would have gone right. Who wants one? Obviously, a lot of hands would have gone up. Was yours? Was yours have gone up? With how can, how can you not see it? Like yeah. you can't let like not you, you can't an attacking player. You couldn't let a, a centre half step yeah. up and take a pen yeah. ahead of you. You can't put your hand up like that. It always does me that. I wasn't a penalty taker in my career because no. I played in teams where I never. Never took them, but like in a shootout, you've always got to put your hand up. Yeah, yeah. But um, that just shows you like the fact that as a young man, hands going up, like like the young lads in in the summer, like yeah. Saka and, and yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that that takes some balls because yeah. a lot of senior. I've seen a lot of senior players crumble, crumble, yeah, yeah. not not put their hands up. Yeah. Uh, so you get promoted, first season in the Premier League. There's uh, there's rumours of Barcelona. <laughs> Um, is what was there truth in that? What was they, they, they had inquired? <clears throat> apparently, it was on Spanish football. I remember seeing the segment on Spanish football. And I was, that was the right struck. I was the struck in the Champions League that day. Oh, 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 I, 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 I want to go back <laughs> to this. Right, so, <laughs> yeah. that West Ham, that West Ham dressing room that day, and there would have been Teddy, Bobby Zamora, Cont, Rio Coca, Marlon. That was a good dressing room. Right when that come out. One, yeah, what was the strut like from you going back in dressing room? And what was the banter like from then coming back at you? It was, um, I don't think, it wasn't highlighted massively publicly for people to go, right, there's interest. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just a, a segment on Spanish football. Um, is it, what's his name, Guillaume Bagalé? Guillaume yeah. Bagalé, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he done a segment saying that uh, Rycard, I think it was Rycard yeah. at the time, was interested in signing me and then inquired West Ham with West Ham. 
There must have been a shout that they got the wrong Ferdinand. Like, it was like... Yeah, that was coming out, yeah. (laughs) By the way, it's not you. It's obviously Rio. Come on. 100%. Bobby Zamora, 100% was on me. (laughs) I'd have walked straight in and like, I'd have been like, okay, see? (laughs) (laughs) So actually, someone say anything? (laughs) Would you have calamaris, please? Have the calamaris. Uh, I'd have been giving it all to It was was surreal to to see that on TV, to see that on a segment. Right, what? Me? Like, it was, it was it was surreal, but it also gave me a realization of what I was actually doing mm. at that time in the Premier League. Yeah. It weren't until after that season I became Anton Rio's brother. Yeah, that season I was still Rio's brother. The first yeah. season, first of the season Premier in the Premier League. League. Yeah, I was still Rio's brother. I wasn't Anton by then. I was just oh, that's Rio's brother. That's yeah. Rio's brother. Mm. So when I saw that, mm. Ricard, the manager, Ronaldinho's in the team. Yeah, I was like. Right, I must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm mm. slowly becoming my own person because people like Barcelona are interested in me, you know. And and it was just it was just surreal. Yeah, I had a strut. The confidence <laughs> levels were the confidence levels went <laughs> through the roof that day in training. There were studs on the ball. It weren't side foot no more. It weren't control the side. It was studs on. Do you know what I mean? It was one of those. I, I, all of a sudden, I want to be cultured. Yeah, you know. No, but it was. It was surreal and say a lot of people don't know about yeah. that. Um, but to be linked with a, not just a team, but a manager of that calibre. Yeah. And a, no, a mate, that, team that of that calibre. Oh, that, that, that team. team that's the, that's the their best greatest team, team I've ever seen. That's a great, the greatest so, team. Do you think you would have gone in there and made a difference in that box? <laughs> <laughs> um, Geesh, come on. No, man. that team was ridiculous. You, you, would have been, you would have been all right. I, I think I would have been... It would have suited me. The way that exactly. I played, it would that's have suited why, that's me. That's why the inquiry was there. You know, you look mm-hmm. at PK. Yeah. yeah. Struggled in the Premier League, yeah. went there and he's gone to be one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... That's mad, if I'm, if I'm being honest, if yeah. I'm being honest and I feel like now I'm retired, I can say it, I think like I could have been that person yeah, if given yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I never played with people. I never played with players that were better than me. Like I said about partners. Yeah, yeah. I never played with players that were like that I thought I've got to prove I'm better than them. Yeah, I yeah. knew I was already better than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was the biggest difference with me and Rio. I'm not saying I would have gone on to achieve what Rio's achieved, mm. but I think that was the biggest difference yeah. with me and Rio was Rio played with Slavan when he first came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Valvin Martin, Dixie. They, yeah. He was learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah. like, I think that's... If I would have went somewhere like that, yeah. I would have thrived. Yeah. I would have, I would have thrived. Well, you've already shown the capability. You said you, you took from the first playoff final to the second player yeah. final so you obviously was a quick learner yeah, you're right it, it, everyone's journey is different and yeah. you, we can never go back and, and and start it again but you know if you'd have asked if Rio could have had a couldn't have had a better person to teach him than Alvin Martin yeah. and Slavin yeah. but they're like yeah. hot centre centre he, he, he took something from them took something from them he'd gone to Leeds Lucas Radaby took something from him and his, and, fir- his first year at United Laurent Blanc oh, it's, it's like a you couldn't have Pick the better schooling for a young centre half, and centre mm-hmm. halves don't really don't mature until you get to twenty five. Mm. So there's all yeah. that learning, isn't there? Yeah. Well, down the line, you eventually moved to Sunderland, and you're playing the Roy Keane. Uh, look, what was you like? What was you like to work I, under? I loved him. I yeah. honestly loved Good relationship. Him. Yeah, like you know, what I liked about him. He didn't mince his words. Like I grew up in in Peckham, where you got told. Right from wrong. Mm. Yeah. You just, there was no like black in between white, black and white. Listen, yeah. this is what it is. You was rubbish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what you was. You was rubbish today. And he was yeah. like that. Yeah. And I, no matter what, you know, through your careers, you get bought by certain managers and 
they are protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cause they bought you. Mm-hmm. So they don't, yeah. don't want to hammer you in front of the players. He was yeah. like, he was the complete opposite. And I like yeah. that about him. Yeah. Like, my first game at home against, um, my first home game was against, who was it? Northampton in the Cup. And we were getting beat at half time 1 0. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Like, how much did I pay for you? Really? Is that what like, you said at half time? Yeah, like, you look at bag of nerves. Really? Like, ham- like hammered me in front of the boys. Like, you look at bag of nerves. Look, what, what is up with you? Like, it was, me- it was mental, but I, I didn't mind it. That's what I'm saying. So, your character, you took that. Yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't. Joe, I was. I'm not someone who. See if for me a manager, if a manager hammers me in his domain, in his office, yeah. in his dressing room, I wouldn't say a word. Mm. Don't like mm. it's not respect levels of that I wouldn't say a word, but don't embarrass me outside of your domain. Don't chat to me like I'm a little kid mm. outside of your your office yeah. or your, your dressing room. Yeah. Talk to me like a human being. Yeah. You know, and, and managers that I had differences with didn't understand that about me. Yeah. They, they they only looked at me as the player. Not they didn't want to get to know me as the person. Yeah, who 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 would that have been? Steve like, Bruce. Yeah, Steve. Me and Steve Bruce had murders at times. Really? Man. Yeah. Like I can't sit here and say he weren't a good manager. He's a good manager. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like tactically, like I'm not saying he was the best tactically, but there was no grey areas when you went on the pitch. Yeah. This is what you're doing. This is what you've been told to do, and there's no black. It's not. There's, it's black and white. Yeah, yeah. Like an example, when you're playing fullback, and your wing is in front of you, the winger stays with the fullback, and the fullback stays with the winger. There's no interchange. When you're playing the big <clears throat> team, there's no interchange. Yeah, so you know. Yeah. So you know that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. yeah. If you interchange and the goal comes from that, then you're in for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there was yeah. like I don't want that. Yeah. So he was very good. Like that in terms mm. of setting his teams up. Mm. For me, if he didn't buy her, really, or he just had something that he didn't like, it was a problem, you know. And and that's what it was like with me and him. Yeah, you know, he didn't buy me, um, and it just became a, a massive, massive problem where he'd play me. I, did, I don't think I played five or six games on the bounce for him. Yeah, he'd play me, and then I'd get taken out. Yeah. Or there'll be there'll be a goal. And my involvement was at the halfway line. Yeah. So you know there's like five, ten seconds before the ball's gone in the in the box and in football, it's a long time. Yeah. A lot yeah. happens in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd be my fault. Yeah. No one else's. I, I just want to go back to Roy and you know, you 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 as a player that could take it on the chin and <clears throat> accept the criticism. Did you see anyone go under? Was there a few that went under underneath him in terms of couldn't couldn't hack it or did he cross the line at all? Was any any half time team talks or after a game where you thought Oof. there was there was a team talk away at Blackburn where he, he took Gibral Cisse to the cleaners, man. Really? Oh my <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So is this is this is this during? half time half time. Half time. Gibral weren't playing well. We'd gone in one nil down, but we were playing well, like yeah. we were playing well. It was a case of like Kenwin Jones got beat in the air for the goal by Samba, right. and Kenwin Jones had the maddest leap. Yeah, yeah. so he was fuming with it. You meant to have the biggest leap in the club, yeah. in, in the Premier League, and you're getting beat. It's a disgrace. And he moved on to Jibro, hammered him. Really, hammered him. Like mental. I can have your arrogance if you're playing well, but you're not. 
You're not. I can have you. I'll take your arrogance when you're playing well. I'll take it, but you're not. So I don't want to see arrogance from you. And, and what, was that, were, what was it like? Sorry, what was oh. it like after that? <clears throat> what was what was he, what was he say like? Jibro just took it. He just took it. He just, so was their relationship fine after? They were fine. Oh, right. um, so then afterwards, Jibro, it's actually on Premier League years. That yeah. game, Jibro scores just after half time. Right, okay. And Jibro goes up to him and goes, is that all right for you, Gaff? And he starts laughing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He yeah, has right. a giggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he hammered me as well because I was like, I said, like, um, he said, oh, we're playing rubbish. Duh, 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 duh. And I didn't agree with him. Right. And I was like, I don't agree, boss. I think we've been all right. Yeah. Just when one nil done, you know, I knew yeah. he was going to say something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I knew he was going to say something. And then, all of a sudden, he was like, who's going to grab this game by the scruff of the neck? Who's got the yeah. bollocks to do this and do that? And he looked at me and went, we all know you ain't, Anton, because you ain't got any bollocks, have you? Like, straight-faced. <laughs> really? Straight-faced, looked at me like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> Sounds like it's a lot of mind games. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, Cool. Like, I was fuming inside. Yeah. We went into the tunnel and I turned to the boys and I was like, let's fucking prove him wrong, man. Yeah. Like, let's, let's have him. Let's have it. Yeah. Let's make sure we win this game yeah. so we can go back in there and, and give him some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went out on the pit. Jibro scored just after half time. Then we won the... We, someone else scored. I think Kenwin scored. And we won the game 2-1. I think I, I blocked one off the line like the last yeah. five minutes of the game and we won the game. And I was like steaming in to go, what? I ain't got nothing on it. <laughs> like steaming into the thing. He, he was at the door waiting for me. Really? Waiting, actually waiting at the door. And he with his hand out. I come in, he put his hand up and he brought me and he went, I knew he was going to fucking win anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was it. And the giggled. Brilliant. That for me, that for me is top management. Yeah, mind For game. me. Yeah, mind game. It's interesting now. I wonder if the managers now, because that's, that's a... I've seen Joe's. I've seen. I've seen managers use that type of yeah. psychology on me and other players around me. I just wonder now whether mm. manager would be brave enough. Yeah. To to or if, if, hey, is that, getting called nowadays. Yeah, is that even a tool that they can use? It's not even something they can use. Like I don't know. No. You got to be a certain character. Like he's obviously done that to you because he knows. You yeah. Can take yeah. it and go out there and produce the goods. Whereas, but do you know what? I took that on. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I took that bit of management to like when I went down the leagues when I went and played for Phil Brown at South End. Yeah. I say to Phil, hammer me in front of the lads. Like yeah. half time, if something's going wrong, yeah, take it out on me. Yeah. And he's like, but but you're not doing anything wrong. And I say, yeah, but the lads are going to look at it and go, right, if he's hammering Anton, yeah, I better sort myself out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I won't come back at you. I might say something, but hammer, like, let's have it in yeah. there. Yeah. So, so lads, understand you're not taking you, you, you won't take anything other yeah. than than a top level performance. Yeah. You know, and and I, I used to say to him like, use me to do yeah. that, and that was based off the fact of what Roy done to me that yeah. day. Yeah. You we, know, I we, took it on with me. We did the same when I was at Tampa. I finished off at Tampa. My pal Neil Collins was manager. He'd done exactly the same thing. And anyone who knows Neil, love him. But he's the angriest man in the world, right? He's a Scottish fella, and he's he when he goes, he goes right. So I can, I can, I can come for me like in front of the lads, right? He's come for me. I I melted. I pulled him afterwards. I went, oh, geez, that was a bit strong. <laughs> you, you told me to come for you. <laughs> it's in my face. I'm like, oh no. Uh. So yeah, you're right, but. I, I, I don't necessarily... I think that side of the game probably gone out of it. Just drifting away. You know what, though? I think our youth team days were different to what they are now. Yeah, yeah the game's You involved. know, like... Tony Carr, Peter Braybrook. Yeah. 
a lot of it was mental. Yeah. Mental. A lot of what they done to us, it was a mental test. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Peter Bray, what we used to do all the time. I love talking about Pete, man. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Traffic, traffic. I love it. <laughs> traffic. I love it. But, like, he would... Say, like, we'd had sports, sports scientists just yeah, come in yeah, yeah. When, when I was in the youth team. Yeah. And they would map out the run. Mm. Yeah. And we'd do the first run. And he'd look around. And, you know, the first run, not everyone's, like, really blowing. No one's... Mm. No one's feels, like... Their legs are gone. So people be looking around. This ain't far enough. <laughs> so he'd walk, go and get the pole and move it himself <laughs> and make it longer. And we're looking at it going, what's he doing? <laughs> I feel comfortable at the moment. Don't do that. Like, I, don't want to, I don't want to be sick in the, in the second or the yeah. third one. But he would always push the boundaries. Then we'll do this, yeah. the, the run again. Yeah. And if we were still, and I would say to the lads, listen, Everyone coming blowing because yeah. that's why he's moving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why he's moving it, you know. And he, he was like, but a lot of it was so we'll do that in the morning. It'd push us to our limit in the morning. Then in the afternoon, we'd do one on ones. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And it'll be one on ones until you can't move. Yeah, I know. But it was like it was basically they were looking at us going, "Who's going to fold first? Yeah. Mm. These these kids don't know what a no, preseason's like. Do they? Exactly, no. Haynot Forest. Oh my god! <laughs> I, rem- I, I remember going off with um, Frank's dad. Was a he was an unbelievable runner. Like he said, run through, run through this. And uh, Harry used to go there and um, just she say like follow Frank and mate. He used to just go off for about an hour in the forest. It's like up and down and just, like touch like, the touch the thing at the pub. Could, yeah, yeah, he touched touch the sign at the pub. Hey, and, and if you got lost, yeah. like, there was a few there was a few <laughs> stragglers. Yeah. Like we lost a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they've come out. Hey, <laughs> and then Anton's right and the next. None of that, like, we're going to have a recovery session. Mm. It was the next, it was one-on-ones, and, and it, was, it was literally just to see Just what, to see who folded first. Yeah. That's what it was. Who's got, who's got the mental strength to keep going? Mm. You know, okay, you're tired, the ball's out now, you should be buzzing. Yeah. And we're not mm. running you, we yeah. should, you should be buzzing. Mm. I want to see, I want to see excitement. I want to mm. see um, enthusiasm, but mm. my legs can't move. It's like kicking a medicine ball, <laughs> it wasn't it? Was, yeah, it was yeah. mental. Well, look, the youngsters in the Premier League, they're doing well now. Um... Look, let's talk Premier League. Yeah. Man City. Do you think yeah. they've do you they've they've tied this up already? Ten points clear. Chelsea in second. Is it? Is it? Have they won it? I I thought Chelsea were going to win it. If I'm honest, I thought Chelsea. Looking at the squad, looking like especially when they bought Lukaku, what the dim, the first few games, the yeah. different dimension that he gave them. Yeah. You know, along with the players that they've got, I thought Chelsea were going to win it, but. That man, Pep, man. It's a big gap now, isn't it? Ten it's points. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to. You can't see them losing enough games to to concede that. It's huge, Sids. It's uh, ten points at this stage of the year is still huge. I don't even more so in this era. Like maybe fifteen, twenty years ago, yeah, you could teams could have more of a wobble. I think yeah. these teams, the three teams, the three great teams, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City. I think three genuine. Mm. If any of them were champions, they wouldn't be undeserving of it. They're great. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea have to win this weekend. They have I was going to say, so Chelsea play Man City in the early kickoff at the Etihad. Do you see Chelsea getting a result? They have I to. Can, yeah. They have to. Yep. They can do. It'll be, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the, the, the what type of team he picks. Mm. I think he may go. You know that one where he got, he'll play Lukaku and someone next to him is like a two, and then right. three, and try and pack the midfield. Because yeah. when Man City are in this kind of form, that rhythm. Mm. It's, it's hard to stop. It's like the Barcelona team we were talking about earlier, like where they, the, 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 the pattern's out the back. Dirt, and when yeah. they're all on, what, like, it's, you, you can't get near them. Yeah. It's like, 
I saw so, an image the, the other day where they, they just suffocate you. Everyone's in the yeah. other ho- in in the, the attacking half, mm. and they just suffocate. There's no way out. Yeah, I I remember playing against um, Pep's Barcelona team, and genuinely, at one point, like I used to like when I was tired, I used to go like, when I, used to, I was doing that. I, I was counting. I thought I swear there's twelve of them. I thought there was twelve. Of them. <laughs> I was counting. At the new camp was going. How many of them is there? And uh, that's what Man City do. Yeah. Like, there's overloads everywhere. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah, it's going to be intriguing. It's going to be intriguing. Um, bottom end of the table. What are we thinking there? Is there a few doomed? We've got Norwich, Newcastle, <laughs> Burnley down I, there. I don't think anyone's doomed. I think, I mean, there's a lot. been a lot of talk about Chris Wood yeah. going to Newcastle mm-hmm. and then you know, people laughing, saying they're going to get Mbappe. They was never going to get Mbappe. That's, yeah. that's for two, three years down the yeah. line, them type of players. Yeah. Chris, that's what a signing that is. Do you think that? Do you think that's what they Good need? Signing. What yeah. a signing! Like, Good signing. He, he, and not only that, you're taking him off of Burnley, who, by the way, yeah, they're, they're amongst it. Yeah, well. you know what it is. I think I've been in a few relegation battles, never been relegated, always managed to get out of it, mm. always. And when you're in that type of fight, mm. you need to be looking to your left and your right and in front mm. of you, and knowing there's people that are going to go into the trenches with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and Newcastle don't have that. Yeah. Like when you look at defensively, they don't have that. Where like mm. they're, they're quite soft through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would Chris would bring that to Newcastle? He's horrible to play against. I played. What against was going to say? You, you must I, have come I up played, against him. I played him. against him when he was at Leeds and I was at Reading. Yeah. He's, he don't give you time on the ball. Yeah. He's a handful. You know, he's a handful. He's like um, a poor man's Kevin Davis. Yeah. 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 Type player. Yeah. We were probably a bit more techers. Yeah. 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 You know, and quicker. Yeah, I think I'd, that's what I'd put him to. They need the centre half though. Anthony, they hundred percent need the centre half. At least one. But everyone's off. talking about the, the the boy from Lille in in yeah in uh, France. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. you need players who know the league. Yeah, I yeah. Think. If you're going to stay in uh, in this league, you need mm. players who know the league. Mm. You know, and, and but who do you go and get? Well, they've got problem. they've got a huge game on on Saturday. So Newcastle, they're in a, a dismal run of form. Five straight defeats, as mm. are Watford. Five yeah. straight defeats. That's a huge it's, game it's, down there. Where yeah. do you see that one swinging? Newcastle, where is, where is that? Newcastle, Newcastle, Watford. Um, I think it's a good it's, it's a good, it's a good it's one a for the punters. That one. I think you've got to look at. Um, I think before you make a bet on that game, you've got to look at the starting lineups because I think there's a few players on on both teams that might be still away. Our African Nations Cup or just got back or whatever. So, I fancy Newcastle. I do. I just got to think for Newcastle. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do it. Yeah. I, and, and I think that Eddie Howe. I think that's a. It is Newcastle at home. Yeah, they Newcastle at home. home. So I think the they'll do it as well. I think they'll do it. Okay. I think at, at home they'll do. I watched uh, Watford the yeah. other day um, in their FA Cup game with Leicester, mm. and they were oh, a shambles. Yeah. Ranieri, yeah. Ranieri at Watford. What? We, it's just not seemed to have got going, is it? And we know what Watford are like, hiring, firing. Mm. Do you reckon he could possibly, Where they could possibly part company? If Potentially, but I, I'm not a fan of this hire and fire. It's mm. like, but that's Watford's policy, isn't it? Of course, um, but it's, is that the reason why they've been a yo-yo club? Yeah. Because they're doing that, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like It's up and down, up and down out of the Premier League, back in the Premier League. You know, Is that the reason why? Yeah. You know, and I think... It's, you got a manager who's won the league with a team that shouldn't have won the league. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then also, I, I'm not on the inside of that. Like, yeah. is he is he a person? I don't know him. Is he a person who he's achieved that with a yeah. with a team that shouldn't have won it? And he's like, 
I've done what I'm about to do. Yeah, I mean, he, he signed me at Chelsea, so yeah. I, know, I know him, and he's um, like, he's gone on since that. Then he's, he, and I, what I don't get with Watford is the short termism, like you know, mm. like just, and it, the clubs. The club stinks of that because when you go to Vicarage Road and watch it, it looks like you're stepping back to the 80s. For a team that's been in the Premier League and had Premier League money yeah. for as long as they have, there doesn't seem to be any much going on around it, which is like infrastructure, like we're going to be here to stay. It's like just fire, fire. And it's worked from to a certain degree, mm. their stadium, but I think this is the year when I think it, it won't. And I think Claudio's the right man because I know he's an, an organiser, he's a good man manager. If anyone could do it and keep him up, it'll be him. But I just think the, I, I think the players are not... They haven't got a group of players to do it anymore. Sunday sees the North London derby. Uh, Conti, is he the right man for the job at Spurs to to get him going? We've talked about this, haven't we? Mm. Um, Great manager. Um, Again, when I I talk about Spurs, it's the Levy factor I think of. And I think to myself, we're eight, nine, ten days into the transfer window opening nothing too many noises coming out of there and I'm like well Conte knows that he's group of players he's made some noise though hasn't he he's, he's come yeah. out and said he's been honest he's been honest with, yeah. the, with the Spurs fans if you think we're going to sign five, six, seven players and we're going to finish in the top four whoever's told you that's lying it's not yeah. going to happen yeah, yeah. we have to understand we're, what he says is something I don't quote but something along the lines of at the moment we're a mid-table team that mm. thing is what he's alluding to yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't see him, the manager that he is, going and going in at, at Tottenham without it being written down that he's going to get money yeah. to spend. I can't yeah. see it. That's the reason. That was apparently the reason yeah. why he didn't sign in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right, Anton. Yeah, he's going to. And then obviously, you get it written down, wouldn't you? Because yeah. you know Harry Kane didn't get it written down. It was a gentleman's agreement, mm. and that was quickly put to the side so what's your thoughts on what's going on with him like Harry yeah mate it's a tough one it's a tough one because he's not he's not playing to his level is he mm-hmm. there's enough that nah. we've had a change he's had a change of manager he's just not at his best I mean maybe we're being too harsh because he is a top top level striker you know he's going to be compared to your Lewandowski's and your Salas and your Ronaldo's and the top players around the world and he's just not there anymore maybe he's just having a six months you don't know if he's carrying don't it or not. I don't no, know no. I don't I, know. I, the way that I, I look my opinion on it is his body language says mm. there's a problem mm. not like you know like you can be off the boil for six yeah, months yeah. yeah but his body language is different mm. to what it has been which tells me he's harbouring I think he's harbouring some type of feelings of what yeah. happened resentment resentment because you know it's like it's embarrassing he, mm. he's actually said bye yeah I know do you know what I mean he actually mm. Clap the fans. The fans wished him well on his way. Yeah. Players have come out on social media and, and wished him well. Yeah. And then yeah. now he's still playing. Yeah. Your pride as, yeah. a, as a player, it's going to take some battering, isn't it? Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing. I get it can be off the boil, mm. like, in terms of form and stuff, mm-hmm. because everyone goes through that in their career at yeah. some point. Yeah. But what's alarming is, is, is his body language you don't look like he wants to be there mm. you know and it might be his confidence because he might have a knock and I'm not saying it's definitely yeah. that but my opinion is the way that his body language is is more alarming yeah. than the fact that he isn't playing well yeah. because it's hard to come out of that 
Yeah. Even yeah. when you move, yeah, it's hard to you can when you move, it's confidence booster. Okay, I'm confident. Yeah. Nah, I've got my move. I'm confident. I'm going to be back on it. Yeah. Torres at Chelsea, wasn't it? When he, yeah. he his last six months at Liverpool was my first six months there, and he wasn't. He 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 wanted his move. He didn't get it, and it was a similar situation. Mm. And when he went to Chelsea, he, he took that form into Chelsea, and it never really. But it was a body language yeah. thing rather than his actual ability. Mm. Yeah. And well, when he when he plays well. Tottenham do well, yes. so you know for him to for them to get out of the league, they, they, he'll need to start scoring money. Mm, so yeah. look, let's give you some coral odds. Um, if you think Chelsea will beat Man City two one, Coral will give you odds of fourteen to one. And if you think San Maximum will score and Newcastle will beat Watford one nil, it's odds of twenty five to one. I think well, that's, that's a that's, that's a great that. double, that's a good bet. Yeah, I right? like him. That's very good. Uh, right, moving on. Tottenham v Arsenal is the pick of the Coral Super Series this week. So I'm going to ask you each. Four simple questions about the North London derby. Quick fire answers, okay? Who's going to win the match? Arsenal. Tottenham v Arsenal. We sit. It's at Spurs. Arsenal. Off confident. Can I go draw? Yeah. Or the question is, is who who will win the match? But if you want to go draw, go draw. <laughs> no. If you think a draw, go I think a draw. I think okay. a draw. Uh, who will score first? I think Arsenal will score one. first. I think. Which player? Harry Kane. I'm gonna go Harry Kane. Go on then. Just been speaking I want, about. I want, him. I want him. I want him. I want him to be back for England. Okay. Who, who, who's gonna score first? I'm gonna oh. throw Saka out there. Yeah, love that. Love Brilliant. Saka. I love that. How many corners in the game? <laughs> you ready for it? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> That's every week. Every I must week. have hit it once this week. <laughs> <laughs> we get some stats on there. How many corners, Anton? Um, Derby, feisty. Ball's not going to be in control all the time. Mm. 13. Oof, big. Uh, right, Derby. So, how many players will get carded? Yellow or red cards? How many cards in the game? Well, that in Arsenal were the first team to have 100 red cards in Premier League history. Wouldn't There's it? a man with some stats. Yeah, it's a man. Just a few stats. <laughs> they say I'm not professional as well. Right, okay. So, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go big. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go six cards. Six, and, okay. And a, and a red in there as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going four. Four. Love it. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, people at home, remember, you can get involved. Just head over to coral.co.uk. Answer the questions correctly to win cash prizes. But as always, please gamble responsibly. Um, right, before we wrap this up, if you're looking for something decent to watch on TV, check out Against the Odds. It's a brand new show from ITV and Coral. Uh, the latest episode is Leicester's Premier League legend, Casper Schmeichel, tells the story. He's incredible story. So catch it on ITV Hub now. Um, Anton, thank you for coming on. Been well, an absolute pleasure. Me, man. Thanks. Always a pleasure. Being what's nice the uh, what's on the script for the next couple of weeks, mate? Are you out and about watching games, or you're still mentoring and yeah. doing bits, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to the West Ham game tonight. Um, look forward to that West Ham Norwich. Uh, one of our players at Neuro Global Sports, Max Aaron's, is playing yeah, yeah. for Norwich. I, I met his dad. When yeah, lovely fella. Lovely fella. I met lovely him. Fella. When lovely fella. Chelsea. I tell you, I, I met his dad in a calf after the game. On, on the Fulham Road and they'd just been beaten 7-0 and he said oh, Max Harrow's dad were chatting and, I, and it just took me but I remember getting beat 7-0 as a young man uh, against Man United and just being on like as low as a snake's belly yeah. and then I, so I said to him listen he actually, he actually did alright in the game believe it or not I said listen just tell him to keep going because he's a top player he by the way have you seen his stats I know he's a player you know he's, he's like out of all the England centre-backs he's the first to 150 uh, appearances 
And that's it, yeah. That's, that's an unbelievable stat. Mate, was good. his dad was a nice fella and he's a good player. Well, you're mentoning him, mate. So, good luck with that. Cheers. Uh, hopefully see you soon on the on the circuit, BT yeah, or something. Definitely. Coley, I'll see you on the next one. Lovely. Uh, remember to find us on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts from. You have been listening to the All to Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral. We'll see you on the next one. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. <laughs>